0: Hi everyone, I'm Kate and I'm E behind Femtrails NFTs and you're listening to ArtWise. Hi everyone, welcome to ArtWise. So I have another back at you every Tuesday with another guest this week. So this is E. know if you want to introduce yourself to everyone, say hi. Hi, I'm E. I am
1: an NFT artist, and I still work my day job as a nurse, but started out pretty young, about seven years old, painting Aquarelles and apprenticing in artist studios. Drifted away during college and stuff, got a degree in nursing and undergrad in biotechnology, master's in anesthesiology, and I am quitting all that for
0: Web3. That's awesome. I am so interested. I was so excited to get people that are into you know, like the NFT space and Web3 and, you know, all that stuff. I was so excited. And I don't know, I obviously, I think you found me from TikTok. I think most of the people that are guests on this podcast yeah. <laughs> found me from TikTok. But I, and I think you mentioned this in when we were talking about, you know, like scheduling your recording session. I believe that we mentioned this, but on that TikTok that I, that I posted, I didn't even mention like... I didn't talk about NFTs in that TikTok. It was more like a casting call, like, hey, I have an art podcast and I would like these types of artists. And I had a list and on the list, there was NFT artists. And I was so shook to get so much hate on that video. I had a girl stitch my video. She had like 60,000 followers. And just basically, like, like, it was the meanest, like, I, you know, obviously, I think everyone at some point in their life has experienced like, I don't know if you if I would call it cyber bullying, but that's basically what it was. And it was very like misinformed too about the NFT space, because I don't know how much you know about me apart from that I host a podcast, but I am very into crypto, very into NFTs. I have a collection myself. On, I'm into through through Polygon on OpenSea. But I'm very new too. I think everyone is new because it's a new thing. But oh. because of that and because I, you know, I kind of like came to the defense because I'm like, yo, you can't be like talking about other art. Like, I don't care if you don't like NFTs. You don't have to make NFTs. But you can't, you know, call, you know, be calling people names and like essentially bullying people online because they're, doing something that you clearly don't understand. And I I just wanted to, to preface the episode by saying that because I know that the art community, it's been very mixed, but I feel like a lot of the art community has been not so welcoming to NFTs and NFT artists in the NFT space. And it makes me really sad and upset <laughs> because it's like, wh- I don't really understand why at all. <laughs> and I... That is one of the main reasons too why I wanted to have NFT artists. And you know, you're you're the first NFT artist that I've I've had on here, but you won't you won't be the last for sure. I have a few more people coming on to talk about it. But I just wanted to preface it by saying that because I know I think you said and I was curious to the to the reason why, but I know you said in in when we were talking about scheduling, you know, your recording session, you were talking a little bit about how you didn't really feel welcomed in the art community. And I was wondering, is is that why because people are being jerks? Is is that the reason? <laughs> because? Well, I think hate is is
1: hard to avoid when it's got new things. Actually, just the other day, I woke up to a message on one of my TikToks saying death to NFTs. Yeah, that was that was not fun. Honestly, you know, you try to brush it off, but that will ruin your vibe for the rest of the day. I've actually had to cut ties with a friend because they told me that I was just wrong as a person, if I did NFTs. And that's just really hurtful. And I will take the critique and I will try to meet it and understand it. But no one's opinion gives them the right to go after me as a person or talk to me badly, especially if there's like a friendship. To me, friendship is really important. So if you're a friend and you talk to another friend like that, if you talk to me like that, you're, you're cut off. So I was like, sorry, I'm Absolutely. not wrong. I think your views on yeah. friendship is wrong. And like you say, it's really hard to discuss with the people who hate NFTs M- because it tends to be very one-sided, a lot of confirmation bias. Like they've Googled every what's wrong with NFTs and are kind of, surprised that they're not finding the good things about end of trees. And so it's, it's a little one sided and often a lot of feelings involved, maybe personal experiences. And I, I try not to engage in those type of conversations, because I don't want to preach or convert anyone. If someone wants to know, I will inform and I will tell you what I know. But yeah, like you said, some people tend to say, NFTs did this, or NFTs did this to 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 an artist or to a person. And when you come from a place of knowledge about NFTs, it is like people are saying the internet did this, because it's it's not a thing, it's not an entity on its own. But yeah, there's de- there's definitely some some sh- shady shit going on in the space as well as some really really positive stuff. So I I get it, but just don't, like you said, it's never an excuse.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. That's why I wanted to bring it up at the start of the episode. I know I said, you know, I have, I have like questions and, and we'll get to that, but I wanted to open with this because I feel like, I feel like it's so important to acknowledge, like, there is a lot out there that is negative about, NFTs, and it's a lot easier to find than the positives. You have to really do a lot of research to learn, like, oh, wow, this could change a lot of lives, like, for and be a really good thing. But a lot of people as with anything that's new, because this is something that's brand new, not a lot of people know about. And not to mention, it's confusing as hell because it's new. Uh, so it takes a lot of research, a lot of people constantly, you know, I, I post sometimes on my TikTok about NFTs and about crypto. And I try to be informative, but I still get those people like, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what any of this means. And it's like, yeah, you got to do a lot of research because again, like it's brand new. And it's also ever evolving too. It's like Every time you, you know, you read about NFTs or crypto or, or any of that, it's like it's completely changing constantly all the time, ever growing. Yeah, it's really,
1: really fast paced. And what a lot of the critique I see, like from my perspective, I see it as like artists getting crappy deals or artists getting their art stolen. And that is, I think, not a Web3 problem. That is a problem that we experience IRL. I've had my photography used private photography actually used against my will in advertising the company have done has done nothing they haven't even taken it down they haven't responded to my emails that is and and there's some shitty deals out there I think for artists you know you I have some friends that are journalists and if they sign a contract with a certain newspaper anything they create during that time belongs to the newspaper so that means that Technically, that newspaper could take their pictures or their texts or, or their videos that they've created while working there and mint them as NFTs, create NFTs from the things that are actually their copyright, but they have they have to some extent given a company or, or a control over their creative things. And yeah, that is a huge problem, I think, for artists in general are really, really bad contracts.
0: Yeah, I yeah completely yeah. But anyway, that was a really long ten minute intro. But let's let's get into the questions more because I know a lot of people, like I said, NFTs, Web three, all of this stuff is is new and it's exciting. I'm excited for it. I think everyone should be excited for it. I mean, in the yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) In the 90s, people didn't want the internet in their house. And now it's like, you know, like we're going to literally in, in 20, 30 years, people are going to be like, oh my God, there was people who like hated NFTs. Why? Like, I feel like that's how it's going to be. But before yeah, one um, of
1: one of our like two camps are is going to look a little silly in a few years. And it might be it might be me. I'm not saying that that's not an option. I think it's more likely like you're saying that this is this is probably where we're going.
0: Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, obviously, I can't predict the future. But the technology is not even like blockchain technology. The more that I read about it, (laughs) I'm like, okay, NFTs are cool. And all that, you know, we can collect little JPEGs all day long. But this could be like a game changer for a lot of things. Blockchain technology is like, it's, it's scam proof in a way. And I know it's, it's funny saying that because a lot of people say, oh, my God, NFTs are scams. I can just save the JPEG. And it's like, that's not what you're paying for. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I love that.
1: That's, a, that's one of the things that I know a lot of artists and the people who collect NFTs, what they will do when they've bought it is they will screenshot it as like a kind of a meme to themselves and just laugh a little like, huh, I just bought this and screenshotted it. <laughs>
0: yeah so before we get too much into you know talking about like the nfts and the nft space really quick for like if you were explaining it to someone who was new to this and like wanting to learn more could you just go ahead and explain like what is an nft what is a blockchain or any other important vocab that you're going to be talking about or mentioning today
1: yeah of course So NFT stands for non-fungible token, and it's a digital asset on the blockchain. And that can be, you know, pictures or music, poetry. It can really be anything, but it can also have these real world things attached to it, which we call utility. And that can be things like club membership or physical art that you get sent to you, community events, or maybe a connection with the artist, like you get to Skype them or something. And the NFTs are made in a process called minting, which is where the asset is first put on a blockchain. And when you buy an NFT, you then you're called a holder. And the blockchain is a public central, the public decentralized ledger of transaction that is digital, which means that like everyone can see it. And not one company owns it. So all of these transactions, all this buying and selling of NFTs and crypto are kind of chunked up into blocks and then put on the blockchain. So every and then there's a new block every time these, this information gets updated and then they kind of connect to each other. And all of this is public knowledge. And because it isn't like owned by one company, and this is what you hear a lot. It's like, Oh, it's decentralized. It's decentralized. That's what it means. It's not one company. Like we have now maybe Amazon or Google or Facebook or Meta, which owns everything you put out there. It's, it's spread out evenly. And there are also many types of blockchains and they have different purposes. So you can choose one that you, that you like the most. That you vibe.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really good explanation. I just wanted to make sure anyone listening who doesn't really know about NFTs, but is probably listening about this to like learn more, wasn't too confused. Obviously, listening to, you know, an hour long podcast isn't going to be like enough research to jump into start making NFTs right away. It does, as someone who got into it recently, like it takes a lot. A lot of reading. I mean, I think I did like hours of reading and research just to make sure because you know there is so many people saying that they're bad. You want to make sure you're not doing something bad. So there is like a lot of research that goes into starting. There's a lot of community building involved, which we'll get to later. It's it's not as simple. I feel like people think it's like a get rich quick scheme, but it's not. Oh God, no! It's, it's a lot of people work, use it actually. for that. like that's it's, genuinely.
1: Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's not, that's the wrong way to, to use it, in my opinion. And of course, for the people who, who get rich quick, that's obviously a great way to use it. But that's not what it's actually for. Yeah, I know and that one of the yeah. prominent members yeah, of the of the community, of the NFT community is, you know, Gary Vee, probably heard of him. And he said, at do at least 40 or 50 hours of research before you get in. And I would have to agree. <laughs> do your research. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. It's like hours and hours of, of research. And then even still too, it's like, <laughs> it's a lot of work to actually, you can't expect to start minting your collection. And so I haven't sold anything. And that's because I probably started too early <laughs> because I I did do my research before I started, but I, you know, the, the community building aspect and all that is something that I skipped over. And if I were to do it differently, I probably wouldn't have... A collection up at all i mean i'm working on stuff now that i'm getting more involved you know talking in like the tiktok lot li- or not tiktok the twitter live spaces stuff like that um but oh, yeah, yeah that helps. so uh, let me just ask you how did you get into art and like creating nfts like h- how did that s- well to me I had my background like quite early, we're
1: talking early 2000, 2000, 2004 in web design. And I coded a lot as a kid, which kind of led me to you know, when you're doing web designs, you need graphics for your website. And there really wasn't any any way to, to make that unless you made it yourself. So I started getting into digital art because I needed graphics for websites I was building, icons and and just whatnot, because there, it, there wasn't anything readily available. You couldn't Google it. You know, this was the time before that Google image search took over. And then I just kind of, I found that to be my medium. I think it's it's much nicer for me. It's more accessible to me. I'm a mother of two young children and it's less to clean up, you know, digitally than, oh yeah. And it's also much easier to take with you and to do everywhere. But I was met with a lot of like digital art isn't real art vibes coming from the art community. And I kind of, I think I left the art community basically completely for that reason. And then I've yeah. found out about NFTs and they're like, Oh yeah, but it's all digital. Of course you're an artist. Of course you're an artist. Come. And I have never had anyone like refer to me as an artist or be comfortable myself to refer to myself as an artist because I was making digital art. So that's what made me like go into the NFT space because that was the first place I was open. like like They welcomed me with open arms in a way I had never experienced before. And these were people who were working in conventional mediums as well, like oil painters and, and just so many different things. And they paint gorgeous, gorgeous things. But... I was also welcome and on equal footing. My my art wasn't looked down on, you know. So yeah, that kind of got me to stay. But it was like a coincidence. I was on TikTok scrolling, and the first time I saw the NFT stuff, I was like, "Oh come on, people, get a grip!" It's a JPEG, you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then you know
1: you keep seeing it, and you're like, "Okay, maybe I need to know what's this? What's this?" And then I saw TikTok of someone making it, and I'm like, "Oh, well, I I could." I could do that. I can I can do that. And then I was like, "Oh my god, I can do that." And and they were talking so much about like the added bonuses that they could give like the utility I was talking about with their NFTs. Like their sales was not just here have my painting walk out the door. Let's never talk again. But they could also do- donate to charity. They had connection to the people they had sold to because you had like their ad their wallet address so like their internet address i would say where you could send like little like more nfts and also get in touch with them send art and stickers letters all kinds of things i see the artist side of of nfts doing where it's it becomes so much more than this jpeg definitely and to me i think one thing when you sell a piece of art physically, you will not get commission if that piece is then later sold to someone else. Mm-hmm. But with NFTs, you will. So that's a, a, and it could be connected to a physical art piece. And I think, all, isn't that great for artists? You know, you create a piece, but then if it increases in value because you, as an artist, increase in value, or because it, you know, it's it's deemed as as more rare for some reason you will profit from that you will get a cut from the value that you have added to your art infinitely and i think that's really beautiful that you are never completely disconnected
0: from your art if you have made it into an nft i completely agree yeah i i love that about nfts it's one of the things that drew me to learn more and i i want to say too i'm i'm really sorry that you didn't feel like welcomed by the art community. I feel like okay, first of all, this podcast not the art community, it's the art wise community and I make it so I make the rules, which is why I got so mad at, you know, people saying don't have Don't give NFT artists a platform. They're horrible and scammers and blah, blah, blah. I literally went off. I was so mad and I got a lot of hate for it. And I lost a lot of followers, but I don't care because this is my community. And I everything that you said, too, is, is it's so right. It's like it's such a good new technology and it's it's getting better constantly. And it offers like. This compensation for artists that we've never really been able to see before, and it's it's amazing. And I also, I agree. And you can with write into sorry. No, go ahead. No, because no,
1: the thing, the potential it has with the, the blockchain is you can. It's like it's a contract that you put up there that, that someone gets mm-hmm. to use this NFT. But as an artist, if you create your own smart contract on the blockchain, you get to decide how they can use it. So I am collaborating with a girl called Holly and her Censor, I, Censor Me, I Dare You project. And I was asking, you know, can I make this art that we made together into an NFT? And she said, on one condition it can never be reproduced physically and i can write that into a smart contract if i sold that on etsy or if i sold it as a digital print and you know i could i would never have that kind of control but now i can as an artist decide how i how my art gets used and i think that is really really important for people just the way i think that if you don't want your art made into nfts That you should have that right and you should put that in your contract until you feel ready, if ever. Like that's that's you as an artist, you get to decide. And that's really big for me. Like that's a big heart, like a big issue for me. I think that artists have too little control over their own art. But I will say that there is a difference between NFT artists and NFT projects. So some art artists will make huge projects as well, but usually projects are more like small companies
0: mm-hmm.
1: than they are like just a, an artist creating art. So I would say that people need to kind of separate them because projects can, of course, be huge money-making schemes and they do have artists in them that create the material, Right. But there are also NFT artists that only sell one of ones, which is there is only one of this picture and it will only ever exist as one picture on the blockchain. There will never be more of it. And I don't see that any differently than if you were selling it on Etsy or or eBay or I don't know, putting up a print on, on Redbubble or any of those things, you know, to me. That's how I view it. It's just another way of choosing to sell your art.
0: Absolutely. It's, it, I don't need, see, this is why I wanted to have someone else talk about it. Because I, I, when I'm, you know, trying to argue my case to people online, which I've stopped doing, I know that that's pointless most of the time, because a lot of people just want to assume everything about your life on TikTok and, you know, just attack you like they know your whole life story when they don't. I never know how to where to start when I'm arguing my case because there is just so much misinformation out there regarding NFTs and and stuff and like a lot of what you're saying it's like this all sounds great like i the downsides are literally they exist everywhere like you were saying earlier. You know, I've also had art kind of get get stolen from me online, you know, I've had not not to the extent that you were talking about earlier. But, you know, in high school, I had someone make an account like an art account on Instagram, and they were posting my art like it was theirs. And it was just like, this happens in every corner of the internet, not just NFTs. And even even so, like OpenSea has partnered with DeviantArt. And like, they're actually doing doing something about it and that hasn't happened anywhere else it's like instagram doesn't like go through and scan every you know piece of art to make sure that it isn't like it's yours like there's no way to like confirm that the art that you're uploading is your own art but we are now like making steps to ensure that like that kind of thing doesn't happen and there's just a lot of argument against nfts that um you know, I feel like I never know I actually know have a case
1: regarding this. Like I actually oh, have.
0: Really?
1: Yeah. So this was actually this week. So the week of the, the beginning of February. Right. And there was a project called, I think it was called Hype Friends. And it was shut down because a potential buyer and investor was doing research and they found the art on another site and they contacted the artist and they were like, "Hey, are you the artist in this project too or are are these copies?" And the artist was like, "No, I'm I'm not a part of this project." So they went from having like 10,000 followers on Twitter, huge hype, right? Every like the art was beautiful. Potentially millions of dollars were going to go into this, right? And it was stopped because someone did an image search of what they were saying they were going to sell and c- contacted the artists so the community i said the nft community is there for artists because they yes. want it to be legit and
0: absolutely they, yes
1: yes and if your art is ever being put out there as an nft against a contract or your will let the community know i mean through twitter or in their discord speak up if you are the owner of that if you're the artist and you did not consent to that because i promise you the web3 and the nft community will have your
0: you're back because we want artists to be treated better. Absolutely. See, and like, this is what I mean. There's so many arguments against NFTs that. Uh, at the end of the day, they don't add up. They they don't make sense. Not, not that I'm trying to turn this episode into, you know, like a whole thing. It's just that's, that's a lot of what I've experienced online with it and trying to speak publicly about it because I came from an account that was like an artist community account and a lot of artists really haven't done research to understand. So I just really want people to understand all of these arguments against NFTs, like while some of them seem like, oh yeah, that could be potentially really negative and there are scams and there are rug pulls and there are bad things, but I feel like that's with anything, especially something that's brand new and, you know, a lot of, a lot of, what's the word? It's, it comes with being something new, you know, and a lot People are afraid I'm of what they don't things. know. Isn't that yeah. what they...
1: Yeah, <laughs> that like exactly. That's the old time saying. And, you know, but people do check if the art is stolen. That's like one of the things that they do. They will put them into Google Images and uh, they will do it like the way the image is presented, but also like mirror it and then flip it in different ways. So the people doing really, really in-depth research, they will do that and they will see if if it's actually somebody else because then they know it's a rug pull and a rug pull is when a product says that they are a product but they're actually just people trying to grab your money and go and that just sucks and i've been scammed i mean and this was me no i know so much about scamming and i still got scammed i still fell for it because Mm -hmm. they get like more and more, like, there's so much ingenuity in scamming. You almost have to be, like, amazed at what they can accomplish. And I am kind of, like, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed in the space at this point, and, but it is a development issue. We're, like, too too early that we're relying very heavily on individuals finding and uncovering scams and, and rug pulls. But it feels yeah. a lot like, you know, really early web, two when we had, like, those email scams where you were, like, credit card details and, you know, tech scams or people like telemarketing scams. So with every piece of technology, I would say comes at least a thousand scams. Like people will want your money for no work always. And that is a scammer problem that we haven't solved. And it's now spilling over into a space of new opportunities. Unfortunately, there is a like, there's a there are resources, I will say. There's this one I, I love this webpage. So it's called Web3 is going great. That just <laughs> highlights every single problem in Web3 and <laughs> all the scams. So it's a, it's a very self-critical space where. So I would say that there is information about all the different types of ways that people will scam as well out there because it's nothing the community wants to hide. It wants to uncover it and like drag these people out and and into the spotlight and have their twitter accounts suspended which is what happens so i'm glad twitter takes it seriously at least it's one platform yeah
0: i i think it's great i think being self-critical especially with something so new is kind of like it's necessary i i think because that's how you make things better i know a lot of a lot of artists really hate Critiques. I know. You know. I've had people hate on me for saying. You know, critique and being self-critical and you know looking for problems and errors is is part of being an artist in the art community. And people always get mad at me for saying that. And I don't really understand why because it's it's how you improve. If if you can't identify oh, problems, yeah. so important. Yeah, exactly. Like if you if you can't identify problems, then how are you supposed to solve said problems? Like it's very important, you know. I'm just thinking
1: about how far we've come with like the environmental part of it. You know, think about 2008, Bitcoin just started. No one cared about the environment. Okay, well, it's not like no one cared, but but the whole like environmentalist eco-friendly movement, it wasn't there. So when Bitcoin was created, that was not in their mind. But the people coming into the space now, they are environmentally conscious. They care about their carbon footprint. So all of these things that take a lot of energy, they don't fly anymore. People don't want that. I mean, we have one of the, the biggest blockchains, which is Ethereum, working very hard on an Ethereum 2.0. That's going to be with a smaller carbon footprint. And the only reason is because we're getting people who care into the space. Because if if you just care about the environment and you think crypto is going to ruin it or NFT is going to ruin it, but you don't get into the NFT you know NFT space to change it, that's a problem because those voices are needed. Like you're saying, criticism is so important because we've gone from having like environmentally unfriendly ways in, in cryptocurrencies to getting carbon neutral. And now we even have some working on like carbon negatives and the Bitcoin community and like the crypto. Yeah. Carbon negative. That's going to be amazing. (laughs) I'm so excited. That's why I am like holding off a little bit on minting my collection because I was like, please come out with this news soon because I want to go carbon negative. That was like, oh, that would be so amazing. But I don't like like we're saying as we speak now it's february texas is experiencing some cold problems let's call it that is it like a cold storm yeah and the bitcoin miners were like yeah we're gonna shut down our bitcoin mining so to make sure everyone has electricity and i would say that says a lot about like the web3 community it's it is community it's like you care Mm -hmm. and the way we've We've talked about a lot of things lately about going local and locally sourced and and thinking about your community has made its way to the Internet and to Web3 where people are now like, let's let's care about each other. Let's, you know, tell the corporations to go whatever they want to do. We're going to go this way. So it's it is getting better, but it's only getting better because people who care are there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's impressive. I, I've just been blown away. I know you touched on this earlier, but genuinely I have never felt so welcomed by a community specifically. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to specify here because there are a lot of, a lot of what, what are they, what are they called? Like web bro, moon boy, web, Tech, tech bros and moon boys, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those in the community, but the like women in NFT space specifically has blown me away. I've talked in a few, you know, like Twitter live spaces with people. They're all so incredibly nice, so welcoming. If you have a question, they are there to help you and answer you answer your question, and they don't make you feel bad or we because like we're all new, we're all learning together. And I think that that's for sure. one, for me anyway, that has been the biggest benefit and like the most positive takeaway that I've gotten from the NFT space thus far is the community. But could you tell me like, what are some of like, the the best like benefits of getting into like NFT Web3, like for you personally?
1: Well, like I said, I ha- <laughs> I'm a nurse. So I would say that just the way your brain has to work to mm-hmm. understand this will will protect you a little bit from dementia is how I'm seeing it. Like you will
0: like
1: <laughs> it's like doing Sudoku in your mind but with blockchains and that is that's amazing. It just to me it's put my mind on another level. I'm getting I feel like I can compute things a whole lot better. But also, like you're saying, it's so welcoming. I would probably best describe it as like a community garden because it's in it like Web3 and NFTs. It's in its like seedling state. And there's like people are just there to want they want to build a beautiful space and they're very open to all forms of ideas and input and and see that there's a huge need for improvement. And they want to work on it, which is like just very inspiring. It's very welcoming. And I've gotten so much help like on big things and small things from people I don't know that I've literally never talked to before. I just jump on their the Discord and they're like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll help you. And then I've gotten help. And so it feels like you have a huge network. But the last number I saw was like it's 2% of Internet users. So it's like a very small community, right? And I just, I love the freedom and the energy and the space and people are really taking the time to enter it mindfully. Like there's I don't know if you've noticed, there's a lot of like meditation spaces or mental health spaces so instead of going, you know, you should just pump out all your art and you should do all this stuff and like the tech bro moon boy voice I was... (laughs) <laughs> yeah let's do this. let's take it to the moon. you know people are like, you know what? you do your collection in your own time. you do it where it feels right. you know, you take care of yourself first and and we're gonna be here when you come back if you need a break. So it's just it's just a different energy I've, I've never really I've never really experienced that before like a community that's this open. But like you're saying, it's it, I would specify it is the she, theys, and gays of the NFT space. Oh, yeah. And the allies of them. And you yeah. notice when you get on the wrong side of TikTok and you're like, oh,
0: shit, what happened? Take me back. Oh, yeah. People, people will let you know when you're on the wrong side of TikTok. Like, mm, I have never been on the correct side of TikTok with my <laughs> content ever, I don't think. Because I... I'm at a place where I'm either getting hate comments every time I talk about NFTs or and it's it's not just like, oh, a couple of hate comments like here and there. Like, no, it's like like I'll post one video and like every single view, there will be like a couple of comments from somebody really angry for no reason. And I I
1: understand them because it's I mean, if you take what you hear and you take that at face value and you don't do research that's like well-rounded and you go off of, of personal feelings, you will hate it. Like you will, the first thing you're going to encounter is all the scams, the rug pools, then the tech bros who know everything. And then the moon boys are just like, yeah, let's flip it. Let's like, let's make all this money. And, and there was this one project of like just last week even where they sold, they made millions and then they like tweeted out we're actually not going to give this to charity like we promised. Peace out. And that's it. And no one heard from them again. So, uh, yeah. That's why it's important to do a lot of research and talk to the people involved in the in in projects, especially if you're getting into a project. Now, I would say, like, individual NFT artists, not that... Because then you buy it for, for the person behind mm-hmm. it, not so much for for anything else that it will give you or that, you know, in, in two months, I'm going to sell this for a triple the price. That's not like I've bought so much NFT art just to support my fellow NFT artists. Yeah. You know, I, and I think that's, that's the difference because I have felt in the art community, if someone else gets to sale, that's bad. But in the NFT community, if someone else gets a sale, everyone's like, yeah, awesome. You deserve that. That's amazing. And it's just this like more collective and less competition. And I think maybe it's it's just it's it's very new to I'm going to say it's very new to us as women not to be pitted against each other. Yes. So I understand yeah. that the the female NFT space has, has developed into this very open, very, you know, we're so early that everyone can make it. Even if everyone sells out and everyone like does great, that's fine because there's more. You know, mm-hmm. the, it's not like a finite space. And uh, so that that to me has been a, a huge difference. Just the just the support and collaboration and and I, yes. I, I yeah.
0: People I are amazing. the NFT and I think this is why I got so into it. So I've been I've been investing in crypto since twenty nineteen. So I'm not really new to crypto, but NFTs is something that I just recently started getting into myself and learning about myself in like the past year ish which says a lot because you know normally with something you jump right in but this is is something that takes like a lot of time and a lot of of research too but I think the main draw for for me personally is that community building and like how tight-knit everyone is and how supportive everyone is of each other because I've always searched for a community like that in the art community and it's always shocking and it still to this day is shocking for me to hear oh like you know art is competitive. Graphic design is oversaturated. You're you can't be a graphic designer. I'm a graphic designer, by the way, for my nine to five. Yeah, go. welcome to the NFT um,
1: market. It is not, <laughs> it is not oversaturated. You will yeah, not you will not exactly. have to feel that way for and a few years. <laughs>
0: even if it was oversaturated. I was like, come, come, I'll show you how you do it.
1: Yeah. And, like, and good,
0: even if it like, there's was not a gatekeeping to, like <laughs> yes, that and that is another thing that I loved about it too. And that that was actually a hate. So that that girl that, you know, she stitched my video. She, her main point was, you need to be gatekeeping. You can't just have NFT artists on your podcast. You have to gatekeep. You have to like look for the good ones. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, I am not, (laughs) I am not going to gatekeep anything why why would i want to do that oh because there's people who scam and blah 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 and you need to kick them out of of your community blah 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 like and you should feel personally responsible yeah, the scammers need to be kicked them. out that's and it's like yeah i mean like i i get it but it's like you People seem to think, I've noticed, who aren't involved in the community and haven't done their research. People seem to think that every single person that's into NFTs is a scammer, and they're gonna—they're trying to scam people, and they're profit over people, and they only care about money. And it's upsetting to hear that, especially like you know when you're getting into NFTs. Like for the reason I was getting into NFTs was mainly because the community was so wonderful, which I know you can relate to as well. It, it's just. It's just like, Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. no, it just, it breaks your heart (laughs) because I got into it when I realized that my art could actually give me enough to give back. Mm
0: -hmm. And for me
1: to give back, and I know a lot of people don't know this, but Sweden actually does have an indigenous population and it is their national day today. The 6th of February is the Sami National Day. And as many governments, they haven't really been treated well by the government. And I wanted to give back. Like, I feel, I don't feel like personally responsible. I feel like if you can do something to help a culture, an indigenous culture in your country thrive, then you should. So that's, that's like where my collection comes from. I spend a lot of time. This is like northern Sweden. I'm from Sweden, right? Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time in in the Arctic and just hearing all these stories and getting very moved, very touched and feeling so powerless. And I can say that when I found NF- NFTs was the first time I felt like I have the power to, to make a difference here. So it, it does upset me when people think all NFT artists are scammers because a lot of them, like me, come in with like a golden heart and then... You know, you just try to keep that. You just try to keep as far away from the scammers and and the negativity as you can. And you try Mm -hmm. to do your things because some have done incredible things with clean waters, with national parks, with women intimacy products, right? Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of good out there as well. And, and you know, it breaks my heart when people think it's only scams. But the... The scam projects—they have good marketers, I will say, because they—they <laughs> they will get a lot of attention before they uh, before they leave and, and cause a problem.
0: Yeah, it's it's it's. I'm trying to find words. I wish I was better at finding words. It would be good since you know I host a podcast. It, it's <laughs> like. It's hard. It's hard for me. It's hard for me to, you know, listen to what people have to say. And it's it's true. Like, obviously, scams are bad. Obviously, you know, all of this stuff, like, it, su- it sucks. But it's, like, it's not black and white like people make it seem. It's not, oh, if you're into this community, well, there are bad people in this community, so that means you're bad. It's not that black and white. They're bad and- people
1: in humanity doesn't mean that you are bad either. Exactly. So,
0: exactly. No, I think
1: the NFT space has this radical optimism that I have never seen before. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Aside from a few like so- solar punk themed artworks, which <laughs> I love. I'm a huge fan of solar punk because it is this like, we get to come into this space and we get to decide how is art going to be d- digitally in the future? How is it going to be traded? How is it going to be stored? How is it going to be used? And if you have thoughts about that, you should you should get in and you should make your voice heard because this is a seedling state we're in and and just dare to dream of like the best state for artists of like how would the internet be if it was made for the artists? And just try to take it there, dare to just dream and be radically optimistic about what the space can do for you. Find those like-minded people because there is possibility here in a way that I have never felt before
0: i I feel it too. I'm glad it's not just me because I get like I get in my head and I get excited not not just for for me but like the whole community the the way that they are the the like the kindness like the well they're so welcoming like they all deserve to have this success that I think is very attainable with the way that the NFT space is and the way that the community is so tight knit and I'm so happy like to have people to talk about it with, especially on my podcast, because I, you know, I, I love being able to, you know, spread some more awareness of like, hey, I know a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about, you know, this community and this new thing and like NFTs, like brand new, no one really understands them or knows what they are. But it's awesome to be able to talk to someone about it and to be able to spread awareness and maybe potentially like encourage people to like take that leap into doing some more research and potentially even joining the community. But I do have a a question that I have been curious about that we haven't really touched mm-hmm. on yet. And that is sure what. where do you where do you think that blockchain technology is going to go in the future? Because I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on that. I think it has the potential to obviously way outside of the art community, not really an art related question, more like a tech related question. But I think that blockchain technology has the potential to be really good for a lot of things outside of nfts and i was curious to hear your thoughts on that because i think that it's
1: pretty cool (laughs) i mean to me blockchain technology is is freedom and that's how i see it and i also see it as as a way to create that freedom for everybody cuz we have the possibility to onboard people in a different way. You know, we don't have to go through the same growing pains of society when we are creating this technology when we're shaping the the new phase of the internet. We can get the minorities in there. We can we can have equality and I think that's a a lot of the reasons why the female-led projects are doing well is because people are are realizing that if we want a future where equality is just like for granted like it's just the standard then we have to start now in the beginning and there's a you know to me it is just it is just freedom and for art just for artists it's getting to decide and 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 gaining the control I was talking about but for people also I think in the long run it will be more environmentally friendly because like tickets and, and all the things that we're now printing out like if if you don't have to print it out if it's in digital form we already do that for like a lot of things QR codes and all of that yeah you could have a picture an nft that that reminds you of that or that gets you into a festival i saw Coachella was going to have make some nfts uh, that were lifelong passes to Coachella mm-hmm. so i think it's i think it's going to go mainstream pretty pretty soon so I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes in the future. I just I don't know if it's like an intuitive thing for me or or what. I just know like this is the next thing and it's gonna be huge and being on it so early is just so exciting. Like imagine being able to be like, Oh, I've you know, I've I've been it you know it's, it's, the year is 2060 you get to tell you know all your your young children in your family like I I was making it I have an NFT well. that's in tea <laughs> I, I've been making NFT since 2020 <laughs> you know like it, it's just yeah. it, like it's so exciting and I I think that's probably one of the reasons for the incredible amount of optimism within the community is because it is exciting to be a part of something so early and like to get on something so early. It's just it's amazing and I, I'm excited. So we're and we're taking along. back the power. We're yes. taking back
1: the power. That's a lot of it. That's where we're we're moving away from big companies and and going to community based internet where the people get to decide and that is that is gonna be a game changer. Yes. For sure. Or I will eat my socks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So we are are coming up on an hour, but I I do have one last question. So what advice or kind of like What path would you urge like a younger artist or like an NFT artist who kind of wants to join, you know, the community that you're in? What what advice would you give them? Is there anything that you wish you would have known before you had joined or done sooner? Is there any like tips for joining the community or getting more involved that you would give someone who's just getting started that you would like to share
1: Oh, I think there's like there's a really easy way of getting this started. You make an NFT Twitter account. You make an NFT TikTok account. You make an NFT Discord account. You go into Twitter, listen to some spaces, ask all your questions. Right. You join some discords. You just talk to people. So this is where it's going to be different because we're so used to just kind of you know Instagram and, and Facebook just screaming out into the open. Now you have to connect to actual people. So network, talk to people, just have fun, ask all your questions, find a community that vibes with you, right? But be patient. So you might miss a few projects, or you might, you know, miss a few dates that you were hoping that you would be able to take part in before you get settled. But that is better than rushing in and getting scammed or regretting something. So just enter Web3 and connect to people like one by one and that is the the hard thing about community is it is it takes time and you need to connect to people uh, on a one-on-one level.
0: Yeah. I I would agree with that. I'm still very new and even though like I said I've been kind of doing research for like a year it it hasn't been like a consistent thing for me. So not like not to say that it was like inconsistent it's just I'll have like bursts of like per- periods of time where I'm super busy and I don't have time to you know be as active in the community. But it, it really like it, it is something that you and you have time to take, especially if you're listening to this, like now in 2022, you know, it's it's brand new. And like you said, it's not oversaturated yet. <laughs> so we all have room to be super successful. So yeah, you just
1: need to do you know, start doing research and then just get in. And if you have any questions, you can find m- me on Twitter or on TikTok and I will answer them to the best of my ability and I will point you in the right direction so if you want to know a discord that would suit you I'm you know my DMs are are open.
0: Speaking of we're coming up on an hour so did you want to go ahead and you know, plug all of your stuff. Let everyone know, like your social medias, how they can reach you. Any projects that you're working on that you want to promote—literally anything. Go ahead, <laughs> promote yourself.
1: Well, you know, you can find me uh, as uh, Fem Trails NFT. Just everywhere on on every social media, basically except Facebook. I do not exist there. And I, you know, I I do have a project coming. But I, I'd rather just focus on, on onboarding people into the NFT space at this point. And if you want to get into crypto as well, you know, I, there are great places for that, and I would happily point you in the right direction if you just get in touch.
0: All right, is there anything else that you wanted to add before we wrap up, or are we are we all set? No,
1: I'm I'm good. Like I, like I said, I just. I have a product coming and if you follow me on on the social media, you'll see when that comes as well. But, you know, this time is is for people to learn about NFTs and I will shill my shit later.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I super appreciate it. I had such a fun time talking to you about NFTs All and same. Working in the community. Right. It was awesome. I am was, was so excited to record this episode because, you know, there's a lot of artists that come on Artwise that, you know, it's like a learning experience for me. And this was definitely one of them, but is it's something that like genuinely I have interest in. And I'm, I'm super excited not to say that I'm not I don't have interest in like other other people that have been on there. But this, this is like something that's recently become like my hyper fixation. So I was super excited to talk about it. And so thank you. Yeah, I can talk
1: NFTs all day. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. I I can talk about it all day. I'm super excited. I love the energy. I love, you know, feeding off this positivity and this optimism. I being in the NFT space, meeting all these positive people has just actually made me a more positive and a more like a, a, a little bit of a better person. So I would say just, like, anyone interested, you guys are, are – you're so welcome.
0: Yes. You're so welcome
1: to come and hop on and see yes. what it's about. You can always hop off later if it's not for you.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's another thing, too. It's, like, just by learning about something doesn't mean you have to get involved if you decide that, you know, it's too much. or It's, it's just amazing. But thank you so much for coming on ArtWise. I super appreciate it. So – yeah, I and with that, I will say if everyone listening, if you made it this far, thank you guys so much for listening. If you could, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, five stars on Apple Podcasts. And we also have an Instagram at Artwise Podcast. If you want to check us out there, we post like our episode announcements and all that fun stuff. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So yeah, thanks again. And bye, everyone. I will see you all next Tuesday. Bye. It was good wing, third